So yesterday I had the great privilege of baptizing my niece. Uh, it was a baptism that was somewhat overdue. We had tried to arrange it for uh, earlier in the summer, uh, but due to level five and all of the things couldn't happen, so there's been a, a burst of, of uh, baptisms in recent weeks. So anyway, we managed to, to go down to Cork and um, baptize little Roisin. And was was one part of the liturgy where it said, where the priest says, you have become a new creation, a new creation. So after you've been baptized, you are a new creation. It's, it's, it's a very powerful statement because people look fairly similar before baptism and after baptism. After baptism, they're slightly moister, slightly more damp around the head. But apart from that, they look pretty much the same. So to say, like, someone is a new creation, uh, it's... It's, it's, it's a fairly big statement considering exteriorly I can't see any difference at all, you know. So a new creation. When we follow the Lord, this life that we're given, this grace that we're given, this dignity that we're given is simply astounding. It's, it's incredible. It's out of this world. It's literally out of this world. Uh, our gospel, our first reading today talks about David wants to build the Lord a temple. But God speaks to him in, not in terms of buildings or bricks or mortar, but he says, I will be a father to him and he will be a son to me and you will be my house. So temples are nice and all that kind of thing, yes, and the Lord will later ask Solomon <clears throat> to build a temple. All good. So it's not that he doesn't care about churches at all, but there's something more important than, than mere bricks and mortar buildings that the Lord wants to live within us. And changes from within, changes from inside. Like, make no mistake about it, all of the, 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 the beauty that comes from our, our culture and our country, so much of it, if not all of it, comes from our, our Christian heritage. Where does this idea come from that every life is, is valuable, that every person has dignity? Where does that come from? That's, that's Christian. You know, that, that, that the poor deserve as much respect as, as the, the wealthy. Where does that idea come from? That's, that's a Christian idea. That's not in many other world religions. It's, not, it's simply not there. Uh, where does this idea come from that, that everyone should, has a right to education? That's Christian. You know, the university system was, was for the elite up until Christianity. Even reading and writing was fairly rare until, until Christianity. So these... these, these our, our culture, our, our, our laws are so permeated by Christianity that we might not even realize it. The Lord gives us new life. He gives us life to the full. And of course, in following him, we hope to achieve or attain heaven, eternal life, eternal happiness, which again, only, only, only comes through Jesus. Everyone, anyone from any world religion who's saved is saved through the grace of Jesus Christ. He is the bridge. If you imagine like all of humanity <clears throat> out on an island and there's just this abyss between them and the mainland, okay? There's, it's, it's impossible. It's impossible to cross, okay? Now, we may have the beginnings of bridges. We may have kind of the, the ideas as to how we could cross. We may have all sorts of different opinions. But bottom line, the only bridge that crosses it is Jesus Christ who bridges the cross between our fallen humanity and God. He who is human and God. God and divine man, God, God, the God man. He's the only one who can bridge the gap. So everyone, everyone who crosses, whether they realize it or not, 
they're crossing on the Lord. He's the only way to the Father. So our, our faith truly gives us new life. And it's, it's sad, it, it, it can happen, it does happen, that people reduce our faith to a list of rules and a list of thou shalt nots. Uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, a very good preacher from the States back in the 60s, 70s, uh, he uses a wonderful analogy. He says, have you ever watched a dance, you know, like a ballroom dancing? Maybe not the ballroom dancing that we see on, that you guys see on TV. I don't watch any of that. There's Dancing with the Stars or whatever it's called. What's it called again? To, what's that program called? Strictly. All them Strictly lads. Right, all them Strictly dancing things. Right. Um, with the leaning back thing. I don't know. It's, uh, okay. Uh, so it's popular apparently. I don't know. That and baking shows. What happened? What baking shows? Anyway. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> dancing. So if you ever see like um, a, a lot of dancers who know what they're doing uh, out in the dance floor and they're all swirling the right direction and no one's hitting off each other and it's just all so elegant. It's like um, Pride and Prejudice or one of those yokies uh, where like everyone, everyone knows what the steps are. And because everyone knows what the steps are, everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing. Right? I can waltz. I can't jive. I've never learned. I don't really care. Uh, waltzing is handy enough. So like you, can, you, just, you, you do the whole thing and everyone just kind of knows what it's, there's just this lovely kind of sway you know what I mean in the crowd and everyone just kind of knows what they're doing it's beautiful you compare that to somewhat more modern dancing the main move of which consists of biting your bottom lip and holding one finger in the air and jumping around and if you, if you look at it from the outside it's chaos <laughs> right it's absolute it's, it's mental like there's, just, there's no shape to it at all someone gets trampled and someone loses a shoe and all the boys are halfway there and it's just crazy like especially especially and I, the friends have told me this like when uh, when they were going out and then they meet the lord and then their life changes and maybe they stop drinking and now they go out sober and look around and go my goodness this place is mental <laughs> like it's just when you're sober some of these things aren't actually fun at all because just anyway crazy chaos chaos absolute chaos so the actual dance moves allow you to to know what you're supposed to be doing right because it's nothing worse than when you're going to the dance floor and it's just one of those songs that you don't really like you know what are the moves for this one? I don't know. The Macarena. Macarena, I can do the Macarena, okay, because that has moves, right? But most songs don't. So then you just kind of go out on the dance floor and go... And you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. So the idea of actually having steps, having rules, if you will, actually helps you. Like an Irish Cayley, for example. Even if you're not a good dancer, you'll get yanked the right direction. You'll stop three, you'll stop three, you'll get it, like, because you're getting pulled the right And it actually gives the whole thing a shape. And now people know what they're supposed to be doing. So it actually makes the thing easier. Compare that to our lives. We seem to think maybe that if, if God never said anything, God never told us anything, thou shalt not do anything, we'd be freer, we'd be happier. No, we just have absolute chaos. The Lord instructing us what to do affords us the, the, ch the chance of living like an ordered life. A life ordered towards him. A happy life. Life to the full. That in virtue of our baptism, we experience what it means to be a new creation. So this event that we're preparing for in just a couple of days now, 
That's what this is all about. The Lord becomes man, as St. Irenaeus says, so that man can become God. The Lord becomes man so that man can become God, that we can become like him, that we can share in his nature in heaven. And all of this becomes visible on the 25th of December when Jesus is born. So we prepare for this wonderful day with open hearts. We ask the Lord to renew and revive within us the fact that we are a new creation. We are different because we are baptized. We are different because we follow Jesus. We're not like everyone else. The Lord lives within us. We have this divine light of grace within us. And the Lord every day is trying to draw us to himself. So may the good Lord, in this season of Advent, as we prepare now for the occasion, the event, the solemnity of Christmas, may he draw us to himself, to true peace, that we may discover what it means to be a new creation in him. Amen. <laughs>